0: What you, what
1: you, Hello everyone and welcome to the Draw Knives podcast hosted by me, Matt, and Bernard, where we recap last week's episode of Top Chef Bernard. how are you?
0: I'm great thanks
1: oh wow, wow I mean I you said that as though I thought something else was gonna also you're gonna be like, I'm great but no 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 i'm great
0: i'm I'm great i'm great um so we are in uh, episode 11 five chefs left quick fire it's a fun quick fire um five chefs left they are borrowing from top chef france the black box challenge um there's only five of them so they do need to work in pairs and they have to bring in a sixth chef um so the sixth chef is brooke williamson Uh, former runner-up and then eventual winner. Uh, Big fan.
1: I think she should be a host. I've said it before. I'll say it again. She's terrific.
0: She's terrific. Although you thought she shouldn't have won against Shirley, right?
1: No, but I don't think Shirley would make a very good host. Although she might, you know, I have to say when she did her little guest stint on like the top chef amateurs or whatever, Mm -hmm. she was the best part of the show. So who's to say?
0: Sure. Um, okay. So uh, she. So Dawn gets her as a partner for having won the most individual challenges, and then the other four chefs have to just sort of pair up. Shoda and Gabe automatically get together. Uh, Marie and Jamie end up the, just they're just sort of sitting next, standing next to each other, so they end up as a pair. The um, so what what the challenge is is they have to go in. Bl- one, so the pairs, one at a time, have to go into this black box and eat a dish and sort of deconstruct it and figure out what's in the dish. Um, and in 15 minutes, they do that as well as start cooking, right? Yeah. And then chef two, the, the other pair, person in the pair, goes comes in and they get to go into the box and they do the exact same thing. And then finish sort of where their partner has has started. And then the last five minutes, they get to go back together into the box with light and they can see what they and then they finish up plating in the last five minutes. Um, and it was just a great, great uh, uh, challenge, I think. Uh, the chef uh, who is the judge who created the dish is Gabriel Rucker, who is a two time James Beard Award winner. And chef owner of Le Pigeon, or Le Pigeon, I'm not sure how you pronounce that. When I said it to our, our first podcast guest, Gabriel Pascuzzi, who's in Portland, he said pigeon, and I said Le Pigeon, so I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Uh, anyway, the dish was a grilled pigeon with roasted carrots, grilled pear mar- marinade, uh, a carrot mustard puree, and grabiche, which is um, made with uh, like hard-boiled eggs. Um, okay, so they did a good job. Uh, they all did a really nice job with it. Um, really, the two teams that did very well in this challenge were um, Shoda and Gabe and Dawn and Brooke. Um, the Maria Jamie team sort of went off the rails a little bit. They, they made a gravy didn't work out. But Dawn and Brooke won, which <laughs> it's funny. They cut to Shoda and Gabe, and they felt like because they got the grabiche, they should have won. But I think... Like,
1: if you looked at the dish, Don and Brooke's dish, like, looked exactly like the one from the restaurant. And Gabe, and Gabe and Chodas looked kind of like it.
0: Right. No, I mean, they all benefited from being able to see the fully plated dish when they went in for the last five minutes. So, I think that, you know... Uh, I, 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 I'm just commenting on the fact that Chodas and Gabe, right when they des- described a the dish... Felt like they had won it. They had, you know, and then they didn't. Um, So Don won. Uh, There were no losers announced. There was just one winner announced, Don and Brooke. Um, Then we go to the elimination challenge. You know, everyone who's uh, recapping this uh, episode is talking how much about how emotional the episode was. And it starts right here. The five chefs come into a room with Kristen Kish and Brooke Williamson. And they have discovered five boxes, very large boxes, um, featuring letters from home uh, and these boxes, uh, which we will reveal in a second. Every single one of the chefs has to read out loud their letter, which felt very performative and unnecessary.
1: I always wonder about this part. I wonder about this on Survivor too, and every reality show. Have these people never been away from home for like three weeks?
0: Well, I, I think the answer is uh, probably they have, but they haven't been under the pressure of having to compete. I mean, if competing if you're single, you know, I'm sure is a very different. Right. Like, if you are like I have no family. I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have, you know, I don't, I'm not dating. You. Like, if you're just, you know, all you care about is work, you know, career obsessed, like that totally makes sense. But the people who typically come to the Top Chef are people who have families. Like, they're more established chefs who sort of right. – have a James Beard nomination and they, so they have more at stake, you know, the every single, I think every single one of them have significant family uh, away from them right now. And so it really does when you're that far away from them for that long under the sustained pressure you're under at uh, top shaft as it builds, it's, it's really like you can see it right before the finale, right? Every time they look exhausted. They look like they haven't slept. They look terrible. Uh, but I'm with you that, you like,
1: know. go to sleepaway camp. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm, listen, I... Go, I, go I, be I in recognize- a play for,
1: like, three weeks. Yes,
0: I reckon... But, like, these letters, you know, they're all reading letters from their families and... If they had no
1: contact with them, sure. And it's a pandemic. But it's also, sure. like, you guys are calling them on your cell
0: phone. right. Right. No, okay. I'm with you, but it's, it is nice. You know, we, we've never been in that situation. I have no heart is what I'm yeah, saying. No, I'm with you. I, I totally understand that. Uh, so, <laughs> so they read these beautiful letters that, that made them all emotional with the exception, I think of Shoda. Who did exactly. This,
1: uh, Following in the Japanese footsteps, yeah, we yeah. have no hearts.
0: He's like my, my, my family's Asian. So there's, there's really, it's a short letter. <laughs> like,
1: exactly. Um,
0: anyway, so uh, they are uh, the, the elimination challenges announced. They are to make a dish using uh, and inspired by the food that they, that their family has packed for them in these boxes. Um, so, you know, uh, for the full panel, including um, uh, Brooke and uh, Kristen, who will be the uh, guest judges for this round. So, uh, you know, it's the top five now. Um, Maria goes first. She makes grilled wings with miso and ginger a bean sprout salad, and tequila, cilantro, vinaigrette. Um, the biggest complaints about this dish were the sauce wasn't cooked long enough with the wings, so they were sort of incorporated. Uh, no acid in the salad, bean sprouts, and cabbage watered down the vinaigrette. Uh, Jamie comes up next. Uh, she made a Thitko brisket, uh, caramelized Thai chili jus, and pickled cucumber. Their issue with it was that uh, while the brisket was perfectly tender, the rice was cold in an afterthought. And they basically all sort of said, this, is, sh- this dish is really kind of just boring. It isn't inspired in any way. Shoda uh, did a miso marinated wagyu shoulder with Matsutake puree and persimmon salad. Probably the prettiest dish they saw at this mm. point. Uh, compressed persimmon with bonito flake was really delicious and smoky. They were really impressed that the Matsutake puree was light and creamy with tons of umami. Um, they all were very impressed with like how it was very representative of Shoda's style and um, and just really inventive, like making Matsutakis into a puree. as was just like grilling them or sauteing them, making the persimmon salad as a compressed with the Benito flag. It's just, it was a perfect dish and very Shota. Uh Gabe made a panuchos, which is a masa when it's fried raw with braised pigskins, kale, and pickled red onion. Dale said it's the best dish Gabe did all season. Everyone loved it. There was no negative thoughts on this dish. No, Dale. Loved it. Um, Gabe, I'm uh, sorry, Dawn went last. She had a pork belly with pecan, caramel, collard, sweet potato, and red-eye gravy. Uh, their biggest complaint about this dish was that several of the judges did not receive the red-eye gravy, which was apparently, for those who did have it, delicious. Kwame calls this a Michelin-starred cookout, um, which is high praise. It's coming from Kwame. Um Then they go to the judges' table, and Gabe wins. Which, based on the comments I just listed for you, it makes very obvious. Sense I think
1: if Dawn had gotten everything on the dish, there was he a chance could, she could have won. She could have won, but, yeah.
0: but but yeah. I think Gabe having literally no negative. Right, he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, I think it would have been closer for sure. Yeah. and I, I don't think Shadow made him Shadow, for example, made a made a bad dish. I think they really liked that dish. It those three were very were better. Yeah, I think they just thought in terms of like the curve of like when you consider what everybody has made up to this point, which I think they aren't really worth thinking about in terms of the journey. Like I think of these three chefs, like Dawn has the made the most progression. and mm-hmm. I think you've been, you've been very vocal about your like feeling that Dawn has done such a good job sort of on the journey of top chef. But I think if they were looking at just dishes, like they were all much, much more blown away by this, by Gabe's dish specifically. So that's why he wins. Um, and, so then we get to the two bottom, which uh, Maria and Jamie, um, Maria uh, ends up going home despite Jamie uh, begging the judges to let Maria have a second chance. Um, and they were even like, are you, are you going to give up your spot? And she's like, no, I just want to have her to have a second chance. Um, but she eventually is convinced to just let Maria go. And so Maria leaves sadly uh, because we've loved having her on the show. Um, Maria, please come on the show. We love you. Um, (laughs) she has been one of the best parts of the season for sure.
1: I'd say like the major highlight. Yeah,
0: just really funny and like, I think everyone's been really, I think this has been a very, I think uh, the the majority of people who've been watching the season would uh, say that this um, this group of chefs have been really lovely to watch. They've been very, they've helped each other play. Just, just like really calm and yeah. everyone's really nice to each other. I think having it happen in the midst of COVID really does sort of color the right. way that we see this. But yes, I agree completely that it is just lovely to see them all sort of um, uh, in this way. Um, did you have any thoughts about the episode beyond what I just did? I liked
1: it. I would say, I have to say it would have been nice if more of your people were in it. I've never watched a top chef season having like a team. Sure. Cause the stakes are just so much lower now. So like I have less to root for like before I was like oh. in it. Sure. And now it's like, now it's like well
0: okay know. you mean ter- you mean in terms of our fantasy you mean
1: in our fantasy
0: yeah that, no you, you're clearly going like, you're clearly going to win i mean yeah uh, but you I have 217 points and i have 138 points you have a show to jamie mathematic. and dawn yeah yeah there's just no way for me to even if gabe wins there's yeah. no way for me to get through this because i'll
1: have two finalists yeah. yeah, yeah yeah
0: i'm actually guessing but yes go ahead
1: I think it is going to be um, Shodar Don. It's going to be one of the two. I think.
0: Yeah. Although I someone leaves something off this week, who knows? I think Gabe goes home this upcoming week. Really? I feel like yes, because and I trust me when I tell you, like that would be a sad day for my fantasy team because that eliminates me. You'd still win your other ones though. Yes, I will almost certainly win the other two, but I will lose this one, and it's the only one I talk about really. So, um, but it, I think he does because I think. What Gabriel sort of indicated was that she makes the final, at least. Right. right. So, and we think Dawn, I think you're right that Dawn's journey on the show has been very upward trending. Um, and yeah, so it she's ends won up being like, so much. Yeah, so it ends up being Gabe or Shoda who goes home. And I just doubt that Shoda would go home. Even though Gabe has actually accrued the most points of anyone during our uh, season, he has 105 points, uh, and Dawn actually has the second most points, and Shoda has the third most points. Um, so it's fascinating to say, like, I think Gabe's going to come because that would be that would I think the overall kind of a crazy thing. But I do right. feel like, I mean, honestly, any one of these four can win. Yeah, I mean, it just it, it would take. For example, I think it would be harder for Jamie to win based on her style. But I think that if, the, if everything goes right in terms of just the cook for her, she could win. Yeah. So, uh, like, if we win? learned anything
1: from Stephanie and the All Stars, you know, she had a really, there was a moment there. I was like, is she going to win?
0: So you mean Steffi Samar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, no, I mean, I always
1: knew it was Melissa because Melissa had won every challenge. Yeah, up Melissa until the had
0: final. <laughs> going to that three person final. I had predicted pre before the show started that uh, Voltaggio would win. Um, but having watched the season, I was just like, Melissa. it would almost be, like, I was thinking, like unless Melissa makes a huge mistake, it would actually kind of be awful if anyone but Melissa won. Because right. Because she had dominated so thoroughly that season. And it was clear she was also the most original voice in that group. Right. Which is why I, like... I'm sort of sad about this season because I do feel like, um, and again, I I know I'm belaboring a point here, but I do feel like Sarah was the most original voice. But that said, this is a, this is a game. um, uh, And I'm curious to see who comes out next week. I didn't look at the preview. Did you see the preview?
1: I did look at the preview. It was, I did not get many hints, although I do think one of the guys goes home just because of a brief shot in the main trailer that i've not seen in the series yet okay so i just didn't see two two guy because it was like a shot in the background and you saw the backs of the contestants really far away and they're like walking out into the water and i saw three and you couldn't tell who the other two were but like i didn't see a shoda and a gabe sized human
0: right okay uh so you but i could be wrong i'm predicting gabe goes home next week uh, are you predicting Gabe or Shota? I
1: think so, or Jamie. I mean, no, I think Jamie makes you have it. To I think she one
0: of the, I have,
1: I'm, I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna go with Gabe. I think it's Gabe.
0: Yeah, we both think it's gonna be Gabe next week. Which, I I think he's been really terrific this season on the show, and I'm very. I'll be very sad for me points perspective obviously that eliminates that effectively eliminates and you can just choose your salt and straw ice creams as of next week for, yeah you know. i mean in I fact if know. you do in fact if you keep one a, for yourself no 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 that's not how that works that's you here's what we do when you next week as part of if if it ends up being gabe who goes home as part of the recap you have to give me the six ice creams you like, and I'll order them as we were on the.
1: On the- oh wow, wow, um, you wow, can, you, wow! So you can
0: once on like Friday after you've seen the episode, go to the salt and straw website. I mean, I have PTSD
1: thinking about salt and straw. Like all I think of is Larchmont Village in LA.
0: Well, let me well let me ask you this: If you have six pies of ice creams delivered to your to your new apartment, are you going to eat them all yourself, or are you going to bring people over?
1: I think I'll bring them to like, I'll like make a dish, bring it as a dessert. I'm not a huge, I don't think I, I'm trying to, you know, you know, this episode is brought to you by CrossFit, CrossFit. Did gym you see the text? Think- I did. And let me tell you, CrossFit is so expensive. So we really could use a CrossFit sponsor. Like we could use some free classes. Bernard, do you want to do CrossFit?
0: No, I don't. I, de- I definitely don't.
1: You you like you you don't want to break your back.
0: I you know what it is I don't respond well to people yelling at me um, or trying to inspire me in a group setting. Like one on one, like Matt, if you're like Bernard, I feel you could do this. I'm like, all right, but it's like I don't know something about like the like group people being like, come on, you can do it. I'd be like, no, I I refuse. I understand that. Yeah,
1: it does bring back like flashbacks of like tennis team swim team a lot you know but i kind of like you on tennis and
0: were you on tennis and swim and track you were all three
1: yeah no but i did tennis like like that was an actual sport i really did
0: wait were you a singles or doubles player
1: i was primarily singles but then on the team i was doubles because i wasn't as good as the, the singles players
0: oh okay were you a good did you prefer singles or doubles
1: um i preferred actually i
0: preferred doubles Mm, Okay,
1: matches were faster
0: you had a good um partner they paired you with someone nice
1: good enough we were we were lower on the barrel of the team you know
0: sure sure
1: uh but yeah but you know those coaches love to yell i just did it so i could be in the yearbook page on at least one varsity team
0: oh okay i never had that experience so you know that's part of the reason it, I'm doing the doing the relay race. I
1: quit. I did quit halfway through. Oh, okay. Everyone's learning a lot about me. Yeah. Um, sure. I did quit before the end of the season to do speech and debate, but I needed to be in the yearbook what, what was in your, the varsity team picture. In,
0: on speech and debate, was, was what was your uh um, you know what what category did you do?
1: I did DI.
0: You did dramatic and terp. Interesting. Yeah. I was a. Oh man, this is such a down. We've we've lost all the views. Yeah, well, of no. People. Everybody, listen. Keep yes. listening. I know speech. Uh, everyone does speech and debate. Yeah, uh, I did. Um, uh, domestic uh, extemp. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Much to do. Much to the like, because I I um, I was like really into the news and stuff. So I, I did really well. I went to nationals in in Congress. Oh yeah. My, yeah. Um. Uh. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Uh, see I respect that entire trajectory that you uh, Matt, I feel I feel like we've bonded in this moment. We really have. So much.
1: I mean, we could go, where was your nationals? We could go on and on.
0: Uh Fayetteville, North Carolina. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, indeed. They're That's, always so hot. They're always I mean physically you mean like the places like they choose. Like the, the places they choose
1: <laughs> <laughs> were terrible.
0: Yeah. 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 Really bad. Um yeah, who who chooses Fayetteville? But it's like it's crazy because it's it's a huge group of people. Yeah, go, like when you go to nationals, it's just a sea of high schoolers with uh, adults. Yeah, it's it's kind of insane. And then
1: um, if you final, you perform. It's awful. It's a terrible time. Did you did you go do well? Did you go? To yeah, perform? I final. It was awful. It was one of the worst experiences in my life.
0: What was your dramatic interpiece?
1: I played like an old Jewish person. It was awful
0: really just you just did one person you didn't have yeah. many people
1: really one person okay, maybe a one few. one monologue but it was terrible i i like it was i like because my round was the next day they announced it you guys are really getting the yeah, yeah. but i think performing for over six thousand people is not an experience a person should have well
0: in the like same performing, way performing
1: i could host a show but like sing, no i didn't sing in it but like can you imagine being a singer
0: awful well, I mean...
1: I 500 like,
0: people is nothing. 6,000? So terrible. Well, I mean, yeah, you're really... That's a lot of people to be staring at you, wondering about certain things. Like, what if you peed
1: your pants?
0: I mean, that's a, something you can't walk back. That's going to be, you know, legend. You
1: lean in and you just let it happen.
0: Is that what happens? I think you run away. I think away you just quickly. get off the stage. Yeah, you get to, as soon as possible. Um, yeah. All right, on run. that note, uh, very, you know, we're coming up to it. We have three more episodes left. Which means they're going to eliminate two, one next week, the one week after, and then and we have a winner. Final, going to the final with two people, uh, unless they keep a third. Sometimes they do that thing where they just have three. I kind of just want a heads up match, but you know we'll see.
1: We'll
0: see. I'm I'm kind of hoping for like a Dawn versus Gabe finale. That would be my that match. would be really exciting. even even, even, if, even though I lose points wise, I do like the idea of each of us having one person in the finale. That would I think
1: that ride. would be fun. And I think, I think that would be a good finale.
0: Yeah. Oh, I think it'd be a terrific finale. And if Dawn can beat Gabe in a heads-up match, then I, I'm fine with that.
1: You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, all right, all right everybody.
1: Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, everybody. We will uh, see you next time. Goodbye.